And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to another episode of this freaking show. The weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. I'm your host, Travesty. And alongside me is... Awkward Colin. And Geekcast Joe. How are you guys doing today? Yeah, we're doing Magnificently. good. Magnificently. That's good. good. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's great to uh, get together again for a, uh, another uh, fun-filled episode. Oh, yeah, as always is. Indeed it is. Absolutely, absolutely. Anything um, new and exciting uh, since we last talked? Uh, CES kicked off, so that's pretty cool. What kicked off? Oh yeah, it did. CES, it's a consumer electronics show. I have not been following it. It's basically where all the your big companies come and release new products and stuff. Oh, is this like the... Um uh, the thing where they announced like the new Xboxes and Playstations and stuff? No, they, that wouldn't happen at CES. That would be more uh, E3. Uh, which is Electronic Entertainment Expo. So, <coughs> Oh, uh, dude. Edward Snowden spoke this year? I did not know that. I just saw... I just Googled it because I need to catch up on the news. Uh, <laughs> um, no, but like Samsung talks and LG and Ford and your Toyota and stuff. Dish as well. But, uh, yeah, they, uh, from what I hear, they announced some pretty cool stuff. One thing that I found interesting is LG is releasing a 2.57 millimeter thick TV, which, as they said, is stacking four credit cards on top of each other and that's how thin the TV is that's awesome yeah the only sad thing about that <coughs> and this is what which where I don't qualify it as being that thin is because the sound the speakers they're attached to the TV themselves and that's more like oh, I don't even know probably the, oh, I the see. hand. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of sits on top of them. Yeah, it sits on top of it as a bit like a base. So, in my opinion, I will not consider it a thin TV until they get rid of that issue. <laughs> right. It, is it attached to it, or is it just sit on there? Yes, yeah, it's attached to it. Oh, okay. So, it should is, be. They should make it so that it, like, you can hang the TV on the wall and then yeah. have the sound bar somewhere else. Well, you can actually hang it on the wall. And that's what I was thinking of when I first saw it. I'm just like, well, if you hang it on the wall, because the way it is, if you have it up high, you're only going to see the bottom of the sound bar. Right. Or it's going to cut off some of the the bottom of the TV. (coughs) But I guess the way they get around it is that the sound bar will actually slide back to, I guess, make go smooth with the actual screen. So where you still hang it, be able to hang it. But like I said, then you're still dealing with the sound bar on the way. Right. So that's where my negative downside about that is. Uh, They also, I guess LG (coughs) announced something about a flexible TV screen or something. Yeah, I heard about that too. Um, That's pretty interesting. I want to find more about it. (laughs) LG flexible TV. And for anybody who's interested in virtual reality, they just announced the price of Oculus Rift. Did Uh, they? Yes, and it's going to be $600 plus shipping. That's not bad. (laughs) Not too many people are happy about that. Eh, they'll still buy it. Yeah, they did say that the first supply of them has sold out. But they say that, but how big's the supply? Right. So, and that's like, <clears throat> okay, this is, that is coming out. And PlayStation VR is supposed to come out this year. What are they going to price that at? So. Yeah. Hey, I did know, you hear about the Tesla suit? I did not. So Tesla, like of the cars and the wall batteries. Yes. Uh, has built a virtual reality suit that allows you to feel what you're doing in the really? virtual world. Yeah. They're kickstarting it right now. 
Nice. Yeah. So the Oculus thing made me think of it. I don't think they de- debuted it at CES, <laughs> but no, no. But uh, I, I got pulled up right now. Upgradable modular system, fifty-two point hap- haptic feedback. Yep, that's and touch for those of you at home. Yeah, it's like the little pulse. I mean, if you have a smartwatch, I know like the Apple Watch uses it. Basically, it's like a little vibration. Yep. So, and it can be used with any VR or standalone. Along with a climate control suit or system. That's interesting. Wow. Only about 2700 bucks for the whole thing. Really? Early bird. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks to me like they have a long way to go. Yeah. yeah. I have a feeling that they've got a better chance of getting this funded than the average bear would. Oh, yeah, yeah because it's a known company. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it's also pound too. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I they have my Kickstarter thing is set up to tell me what it costs in American money. Oh, does it? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh yeah, you can. I guess you can. Uh, yeah. Slip it. Yep. So I have here. It's like about twenty six fifty five for the early bird. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, their their goal is three hundred and sixty nine thousand dollars. Oh wait, three hundred and sixty nine thousand and nine dollars. <laughs> Gotta get that extra nine dollars. No kidding. That's so weird to me. I wonder if it's like a normal number. Oh. Uh two hundred and fifty thousand pounds is what they want. Okay. In British money. Okay, so then that is this not the same Tesla I'm thinking of? I don't think it is. No, I guess it's not. I thought for sure it was. Nope. Dmitry Mikalchuk. Boy. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I thought this was another Elon Musk project. That's I'm sh- no, I guess not. Stunned. <laughs> Curse you, Elon Musk. Interesting to see if they raise the money for this. But. Yeah, I kind of hope they do only so that someone else can invent it for cheaper. Yeah. That would That's be right. handy. <laughs> well, it's I would like that a lot. <laughs> 41 days left for this. So. Mm-hmm. No kidding. Oh, did you hear that Samsung, uh, I guess, introduced a TV with, I think, a, uh, well, with a huge display in it? No. Uh, for some odd reason, I thought it was like, or, oh, what I say, a TV? I meant a refrigerator. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> and I was just like, why? What is the purpose of that? Family hub fridge. First truly smart appliance. Yeah, so you can go and surf the internet on your refrigerator. Yeah, I don't need to do that. Oh, I like the... Uh, drag labels on the food items. That's neat. The what? You can have it set up to like display what the food in your fridge looks like because it has like a camera in the door. Yeah, yeah. And you can like say, oh, this has been in here for one day or four days or seven days. Oh, gotcha. And so you know how long it's been in there, which is awesome for like me because I just threw away some ricotta that had turned black. Oh. So... Clean out your this fridge, might actually bro. be a good fridge. <laughs> Clean out your fridge. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's probably going for a ton of money. Yeah, I think I saw five thousand dollars. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I do like that you it will tell you the time. That's something, notes or something, recipes, stuff. But my opinion you don't there's no need to search the internet on your refrigerator. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Dream music and television. Why? <laughs> music, I get. Well, yeah, especially I guess. if it's got like some sweet speakers built into it. Yeah, I can understand. But that's the only thing I I don't get. I could also just bring my iPad into the kitchen, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Travis, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I I think there's too much electronics uh, surrounding us. That I mean, like, I don't I don't get searching shit on a fridge. You know, people carry their phones around with them anyways. You can search it on that. Agree. Yeah. One thing I do think is cool though. Um. I mean, I don't know if this would be in the same concept, but like how people like they get a um have music like stereo like speakers and stuff like put into their uh, showers and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love that. That is cool. They even have one that uh, you can get lights that go to the beat of the music in your shower. Oh, off the shower head and stuff like so awesome. water's coming out and everything it changes. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I just. I guess there are some like electronics that like maybe I, I guess it's just uh, based on people's opinions, but no, there's there should be no reason you need to uh, check anything online from the front of your fridge, right? <laughs> um, well, at least we all agree on that. Well, uh, before uh, before we bring on our guest today, I want to share something personal with you guys. That I'm kind of proud of. Okay. Sure. Um, for the past. Uh, was now 47 hours and 32 minutes I have been smoke free. Nice. How long? Uh just a uh, 30 minutes shy of 2 days. Nice. Yeah. Uh it's probably the longest I've gone without smoking with it being my choice. Um I I've quit for longer because of being sick and everything, but this is now my choice and everything and I got to tell you uh it sucks. <laughs> hard yeah it's, it's one of those things that like and i never realized it i never wanted to be one of those guys that's there like oh i'm so frustrated i need a cigarette but I, be, I think i became more that guy knowing that i'm not smoking now oh i can see that like i was at i was at uh, work today and i was at my desk and trying to do reports and stuff and i couldn't find my red pen and i got frustrated because i thought someone stole my red pen and then my head i'm like yeah he's a cigarette right now so you slapped <laughs> a bitch right I slapped a bitch. I, I I went into the lower drawer and grabbed an extra pen. I mean, there. Well, that's the fact, good. The fact that the red pen that I wanted wasn't in the drawer in the the drawer I wanted to go into, and was maybe want to smoke. And uh, a buddy of mine from work is quitting as well. We're doing it together, and he told me like, "Hey man, if if you want to want to go have one, we'll go together." And I'm like, "Nah, no, nah, I gotta stay committed." So it's. It's been rough, but I mean, shit. It's only been two days, and I think somebody said it takes about twenty-one days to kick a habit. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, so hopefully, I got yeah, nineteen more days to go. So you're saying if I wait twenty-one days without looking at porn, I can kick this porn addiction habit? (laughs) That's the idea. Yeah, you. Yes. You need a support system. I I need the support. (laughs) They have they have uh, anonymous groups for that. Oh. Porn addicts, uh, anonymous. Yeah, they do. PAA. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> John, all I know is that if you ever need somebody, I will be here. Uh, well, well, you know why that door is locked when you come home is actually because I'm watching porn on the big sixty-inch. Yeah, I'll embrace your rosy palms. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so uh, tonight uh, we're going to be viewing our second band. Yeah. yeah, what's what are they? Who what are they called? I don't know. Um, I think I'm gonna pronounce it right. Uh, and that's one thing I gotta learn because this is twice now. I gotta learn to pronounce these band names before we bring it. I believe they're <laughs> I believe they're called FM Epic. It's a E P H I N E P I C. I believe is how it's spelled. Um, I will ask someone to get out of here because I'm 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 assuming I'm not butchering it. Oh, you're probably right. F and Epic. Yeah, I think it's F and Epic. Um, but it's, I mean, it's, it's one of those, you know, local bands that from this area, um, I, I, I could tell they're very popular, you know, I see on their Facebook and stuff like that, the following they have, uh, which is really cool. Uh, this is actually one of the bands that played at, um, Entropy's, uh, Fall Bra. That oh, I, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So they're there and, uh, I know they're, uh, they're excited to get on and, uh, do a little talking with us and I'm excited for them to come on so we can get more information about who they are, where they came from, and where they're heading. Okay. Cool. So let's uh let's bring them on to uh to get this going. Groovy. 
And uh, I believe that they're bringing on the entire band. I believe it's four of them. Okay. TZ. Okay. All four of them based through one. Hello? Hey, you there? Yep, we are here. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Yo. Um, just to introduce you uh, real quick, uh, you guys uh, know me. I'm Travesty. I'm Awkward Colin. And I'm Geek Cast Joe. What up, guys? Hey, guys. What's going on? Not much. Welcome. How we doing? Good <laughs> uh, day. Yeah. Uh, Upright and breathing. Open two days, so I'm ready to kill someone. <laughs> um, what do you guys uh you guys want to introduce yourself to uh to the listeners? Sure. Uh, I'm Travis. I play drums. I'm Drew, I play the bass. Cody, vocals. Hey, this is Eric, I play guitar. What up guys? So, I'm excited I'm excited that the whole band is here because now to I get to like meet and talk to all of you at once rather than having one person talk to someone else. It's amazing. Yeah. Cool. yeah. I apologize for it's, Monday, but this worked out much better. Oh, it's, it's it's not a problem because if I wasn't talking to you, I'd have to talk to Colin. <laughs> what? Nobody likes talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Monday I went home and probably slept for like twelve hours, and that was it. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I think I slept twelve hours in the last four days. So. There you go. Sounds like me. <laughs> um, well, we do have a uh, we do have a bunch of questions we want to ask you guys, but the one question that I have, uh, like right off the bat, is actually for Cody. Um, Cody, being the lead singer and everything, and how you're actually singing your songs, how do you even have a voice? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just we've been at this at least some form of this band since. Uh, I don't know. I was like 20 and I'm about to turn 30 now and do it. It's, it's been a constant practice either with these guys or with another group. It's always been, I've been consistent practicing and yeah, I don't know, man. It's like nothing now after partying, maybe like after a few days of going out too much and then I try to do vocals, then it kind of fucking bothers me. But besides that, dude, I don't know. It's all good. <laughs> I just do it. I just, I just listen to your songs and like, and I don't want to. I don't want to compare you to bands like other bands because I don't know if that's insulting or in any way. But, gotcha. but I mean, in my, I mean, I, not to insult you, but you guys like have a very similar sound to Five Finger Death Punch. I've, and um, I can see it a little bit. Older stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, it's like it's straightforward. That kind of raw. Like we don't really get crazy with solos or anything, and it's just. We don't, I don't know, do anything crazy, experimental, or anything. We just kind of hammer them out, and here we are. Yeah, I just, it's, it's the whole vocal thing. Like, man, I figured like your voice would be raspy, and ah. <laughs> you know, I mean, like your voice is so beautiful. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Makes all the women swoon. <laughs> That's yeah, what we want, right? <laughs> so. So as a band, um, how'd you guys find uh, you know find each other and get your band going? Like you know where where is the beginning? Friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, way back when, like I was saying, I was about twenty. Drew was. Uh, yeah, about twenty-two. Gore, I'm not. How old was that? Yeah. I don't fucking know. Man. Yeah. <laughs> we all grew up in the same small town. Yeah, we all went to school together. I kind of these three. And Brad Cross, I mean, he's not in the band anymore. We were known as Encrypted back then. Those guys kind of got it started and everything, and then I jumped on. And then Travis actually played drums a few times for us, just screwing around, like, seeing what we could do. And then he, of course, went off to college. And then we got get my... smarter, kind of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we got my uh, sister's boyfriend at the time, Owen, he played drums, and then we took off as a band known as Encrypt, and we did that for a few years. And then kind of disbanded a little bit. Well, we got rid of the drummer, and then we kind of just disappeared for a little bit. Couldn't really find anyone to replace. Drew played and drums. And then Drew went from bass to drums, and then we went like that for a while as a four-piece. And then 
Travis eventually came back from college, and then it was after probably like another year and a half of downtime, not doing much. And then he's like, all right, I'll play drums. And then we started writing new songs and changed the name, and now F and Epic's here. That's pretty much it. And back about, like, maybe about nine years ago. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so where'd, uh, where'd the name F and Epic come from? Uh, that, that started out when uh, Travis came around. Uh, me and me and Drew used to just jam in my basement, play guitar, and he played drums for hours, getting wasted in my basement. And one night, one night we brought Travis down to try him out on drums, and we just kind of rocked out several riffs together, and it sounded great. And when when Drew left, he sent me a text. He said. Uh, I think I sent him a text. I said, this is going to work out pretty good. And then he said, yeah, it's going to be the letter F, the letter N, Epic. And I said, dude, that's the name of our band, F and Epic. So we just kind of changed it around a little bit and spelled it differently. But it just goes back to, uh, you know, a conversation me and Drew had when Travis joined. Well, to say I made things F and Epic, I guess. <laughs> like Tudor's own horn. <laughs> so so i know you uh you mentioned a couple bands uh before f and epic uh came about um as far as the uh the rest of the band members and everything like you guys like had other bands you were in because i thought i remember something uh i think it was cody i think i saw another band name um that uh you either talked to me about or something it was like rain inferno or something like that yeah that's like another group of guys from up by the city, kind of like West Suburbs, kind of. Mm-hmm. And they were originally known as Dead for Days, and I jumped on when they were that. And then, again, we went through all kinds of lineup changes, much more than this, than like F and Epic do. We went through all kinds of people. And then we became Ran Inferno, which is now currently God Dementia. And, yeah, that's way – it's it's a different fucking beast, though, man. It's, it's grindier. It's It's – it's more death metal-ish. Like, F and Epic, we're more kind of like groove, kind of hardcore. You know, it's it's different, but, you know, I like doing both, and I got managed to still be in both, you know, and keep them both going. And We always got to yeah. tell Cody to tame it down in this one, though. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Because, yeah, the vocals for that one up there, it's much more, it's heavier, it's crazier, much more screaming and barking and when shit. he When he gets drunk and we play live, it's usually... The hardcore <laughs> shit comes out of them. Like slow down, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Now, <laughs> you've you've mentioned a couple of different types of metal there. Uh, I am not a metalhead, so can you explain to me and/or listeners who are in the same boat as me what the differences are? Dude, it's subtle. Uh, some are, you know, blatant, just out there in your face differences. But uh, a lot of it's just to do with these. Well, me being a drummer, a lot of it to do is how I see it in the style of the drumming, but others is, you there's know, all there's kinds of elements a different it. instrument in the background, like synth organs and shit and all that kind of stuff is used more, more or less. In, what is that? Black metal? Yeah. Crying, death metal. It's like, it's all different shit. It's all a bunch of, there's, dude, you, there's probably like 30 different genres of it. And it, you could just go on for days pretty much just listen to a band and think, oh yeah, they're like this or like grindcore or... You know, there's sludge, there's there's stoner metal, there's black metal, there's... Who knows? Yeah, I, I didn't realize I was opening a Pandora's box when I asked that question. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I don't even know them all. There's we're still many. learning ourselves. I just say metal. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much like we're just a modern metal band, man, you know, for F and Epic. It's... Gotcha. Okay, I have a question. Who would you guys say are your inspirations? Yeah. Oh, a lot. There's a lot. Uh, for us, I don't know. We all kind of like to say kill switch engage a lot. Okay. Uh, God. I think then, I think like when we first started jamming back at the very beginning, just playing along with songs together, trying to cover songs. I think Atreyu was one of our gateway metal bands. Back yeah, when they were actually, good. Yeah. <laughs> when and they then, were good. Yeah, when they were good back in the day. And then I think it morphed into Kill Switch and then into Lamb of God. And now, you know, we're into all kinds of different metal. We have all the different elements, though, man. There's like, there's even some Metallica. There's some older Perfect. stuff, you know. 
Megadeth, Slayer a little bit, you know, it's... I think, I think me on drums, I, my playing style is definitely heavily influenced on the, uh, the older, not the death metal, but the, uh, the eighties and, uh, early nineties, um, like Metallica, Anthrax, all that kind of shit. I'm even heavily influenced by bands that aren't even, uh, you know, metal. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm a, I'm a big, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers fan. I actually dig a lot of uh, what Chad does on the drums. All, all sorts of shit. I mean, that, that's a tough question to ask a musician is who they're who they're influenced by because, I mean, they're grabbing shit from when they were a kid to what they're mainly listening to now. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, some of those I definitely knew, so. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys going to come out to the show February 27th at Throwbacks? 27th. Oh, that's the um, that's the entry. Uh, that's the uh, show you're doing with Entropy, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. 20. I remember seeing about that. I think actually, uh, Matt was telling me about that too. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely excited to get out there and everything. There's actually, um, I think a show you guys are putting on before that. I kind of wanted to see. Don't you have something coming up on January 8th? Jan- January 16th. I mean, it. I don't know if you're still around like the the. Piatone, Mantino, Kankakee-ish area, or Moni or whatever, but uh, it's kind of a hike for our Fuck yeah, it's a hike. <laughs> general demographic of our scene down here. It's it's up in uh, Barrington, so it's like Penny Road Pub. What is that? Northwest by it's, about yeah, an hour and forty-five yeah. minutes. If, if there's alcohol and music, I'm going. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> there's three other bands playing. It's all metal. You know, it, it'll be a good time. Okay. Yeah, I'm actually I'm looking at the um, the flyers and everything right now. Yeah, you see, um, yeah, dude, I'm I'm definitely excited to get out there because um, I haven't I haven't actually seen your band live yet. You know, I mean, I was able to, you know, catch the recordings and everything that you guys sent us to listen to and everything. But well, if you're on that one at Throwbacks, or if you <laughs> make the haul out to Barrington, or March 5th, if you for some reason miss out on the Throwbacks one, we'll be down in uh, Kankakee at the spot. Okay. Now, um, now looking at um, looking at March. I mean, how many bands are playing on March fifth? Because it looks like there's a lot of bands. Eight. It's for uh, every band. The Chicagoland area is like one of their. I, I don't want to say main promoter, but a guy that we kind of specifically tend to do a lot of work with. But he he does a lot of good work with a lot of the bands, and he ended up. He set up our CD release show back in uh, May twenty third of 2015 and uh he actually ended up telling me towards the end of the night that he actually really really enjoyed the uh venue the sound company that was brought out there which i believe was 5ks was the company that did sound and lights for us um he just really enjoyed it a lot and since he primarily does up north like towards the barrington area rockford chicago uh, he did a lot of the bands up north he figured he'd change it up and come down by, you know, our home crowd. And he, thankfully, you know, we're, we're glad that he put us in basically the primetime slot. I think we go on maybe 10 or 10:30. but, uh, he, he's taken in bands from everywhere that, so there are a lot of bands that are making the trip down, but it'll definitely be an awesome show. It'll be a good time. It's just going to be a shitload of bands and yeah, quick changeovers, hopefully. Otherwise that show will hopefully not fall apart. Place will probably be packed with people and instruments. It looks like man. Um, so, so with um, so with the group of guys that you guys are uh, with currently, how long have you been um playing with you, uh, traveling and playing it together now? Oh um, man, our first show, which we didn't really have to travel. Our first show with As the four guys you're talking to right now. Yeah, at least four um, years was I, okay. I say like fall of 2011 probably somewhere right around there right around thanksgiving or so i had i started playing with them maybe two to two and a half months before and then within that short little time uh we ended up cranking out i mean it was a whole summer it was quick but we cranked out like a four song set or whatever at uh what was that shooters shooters lucky seven shooters, off of skyler yeah. and broadway yeah a little hole in the wall bar but it was all right just had the opening slot and tore up our four songs and enjoyed the rest Thank of the you. night. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, and we're done. 
So, so on average, I mean, how many how many shows do you guys usually do like a year? We get in like spurts of it, man. It's like we'll get offered. We'll have like the next four or five months booked up with like at least a show or you know at least a show per month, you know, and then then we'll go through spots of where we don't have anything for a while and then are like one here and one there you know it's it's probably like 15 to 18 yeah uh, nothing higher than 18 yeah, sometimes we, we're doing we're cranking 18, out two a month he said average. it's not 18 shows it's about 12 it's, shows a year yeah i was gonna say yeah. 12 about, about once a month man average it out if you play three shows in a row you got to take a little time off yeah like yeah we don't want to play the same area yeah because then even your closest friends and family won't even come out then my wife gets mad yeah, <laughs> yeah. We keep on bringing like the same circle of friends out. And they're like, "Oh, they're playing the same set, just like last show the other weekend." So yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're not a band who's been around for twenty years. This time, Cody's gonna take a shirt. Pick off. and choose from <laughs> a hundred and twenty songs. Well, yeah, we got like more songs on the way. We're gonna have another album, hopefully, in summertime. We're wanting to go back and record again. We need just a few more new songs, and then. Then we'll be able to have more varied upsets. <laughs> and the new sound, the new songs are a lot different. I think. It, it, it is different. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think a lot has changed. The second album, I, I think, will be a little bit more mature. Well, when, um, when you guys are uh, when you guys are putting together your set list and everything for these shows, uh, are you still doing covers and stuff, or are you just focused straight on your original music? We never really did covers, man. We did. A long time ago, like as in Crypt, that we used to cover Kill Switch and Gage, uh, End of Heartache. But with this band, F and Epic, we've never done any covers. We never really even screwed around with covers for breakfast. We, we've or thought about throwing a cover in there just to just to grab a few random people in the crowd, you know. But we haven't really gotten down to it. So, so your your whole set is pure uh, original F and Epic uh, music. Oh yeah, it's all us, man. So who um, who writes the songs then? True. <laughs> yeah, we all write them. For the most part, it's collective. Yeah. Lyr- writes, lyrically, I write most Drew of it. A lot have. of lyrics. Cody writes a lot of lyrics in there. It all kind of depends, but instrumentally, Drew will have Drew will a bring part. something to the table. Or will change it. Yeah, yeah. Will I will change it. it. Drew writes the idea. Yeah. We, we have an idea. Or wants to change it all up again, and then we'll finally agree on something that sounds good, and that's how it goes. I'm not so much a writer, but more the maestro. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it's uh, when I when I was talking to Entropy when they were on their show, they were, I, I believe if I remember correctly, they said that what they do is they create the uh, the sound, the melody, and then put the lyrics to it. Now, is that how you guys do it, or is it the opposite? Do you create the words and the get- song is done first? Yeah, for sure. And then we find like rhythm. I find like rhythms and like where I can put vocal patterns. It's kind of just like. Count it out like one, two, three. Cody is basically two, another one, instrument, two, yeah. And that's then you figure out like syllables and words to fit in there and to make it sense, you know, like how you ever, you know, find yeah. the rhythm throughout the whole song for certain parts, and then you start writing words to it, and then, bam, you got a song. Yeah. So when um, so when you're out doing shows, you guys doing more just like. Uh, your band gets booked and you're doing the show, or is it more like festivals with like two, three, four other bands? You don't see as many uh, metal festivals as you do like with you know the jam bands, the hippie bands, the funk bands, basically almost anything else. Uh, metal is primarily just going to be, you know, if you're the big boys, the national touring acts, you know, you're playing a show with two to three bands, depending on how big you are. Uh, shows that we do are primarily three to four bands, and it's. That's how that's how called either goes. a show or a gig. I mean, we would never consider a concert or nothing like that. Mostly playing bars, you know, or places that have like a stage, you know. But like when metal, dude, it's it's usually always like four bands, at least three bands, or maybe sometimes five or six, and that's like a usual metal show night, you know. Like it's, and we played some pretty good venues and opened up for some pretty nasty. Yeah, yeah we some we played acts. Mojo's. Nothing for anything big. It was uh, like a battle of the bands thing. Same uh, thing with Reggie's. I another hole in the wall in Stager. That's where we actually got lucky enough to open up and play a show with uh, Soulfly. We did another one there with Nonpoint, and then I believe uh, Diecast. Diecast, another band that's in the works right now on a new album. Hopefully, comes out soon because they haven't released anything since like I don't know, 2006, 2005, maybe before that. So we, we, we've, managed, we've managed to get some pretty. 
pretty damn good uh, spots with some of the bigger band. Not too, too many, but... It's because usually alcohol sales are good when we show up. Yeah. yeah. We're like, oh, these guys... We're definitely place. <laughs> yeah, the event makes a lot of money on alcohol. We open up a 24-pack and some for four bucks for you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so... So you, when you so you say when you're doing the shows you're doing uh, pretty much any time you're doing you're doing it with another uh, metal band. Oh, for sure, yeah, for yeah. the most part. Um, when uh when you guys played Fallbra with Entropy, or even when you're doing the uh, the show on the 27th with Entropy, I don't see Entropy being a uh, a metal band. Uh, How do you guys uh, kind of collaborate with them? They can rip across some some pretty good covers. Uh, even their originals are good, but yeah, I mean. I think it's, the heaviest I've seen Entropy go is doing uh, Cowboys from Hell, some Pantera, some White Zombie. But, uh, right, I mean, I cool. wouldn't consider, like, yeah, them being modern metal or it's, the new stuff. It's more or less getting bands together, kind of. We're all kind of from, originate from, like, the Piatone area, you know? Like, we all got friends that are, like, somewhat the same friends, you know, and or just know each other. And that's kind of, like, how we looked at the Fall Brawl. And, you know, now we... Just friends, yeah. Ruben was wanting us to come back and play Throwback. Since we figured, you know, get another Piazone band come in and pack the there house, you go. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it should be cool. Yeah, so, um, so of um, the years you guys been traveling and the shows you've been doing, what's the farthest uh, show you had to go to? That would have either been what? What, what was it? Cooksville or Edwardsville? Oh, for the most Where probably was? one of the worst shows too. We played a party <laughs> down near Bloomington. But that sucked. Yeah, we, we ended up, <laughs> the whole show ran off course, and we ended up not uh, We played outside in 22 on. degrees on my birthday. It sucked yeah. at 1 o'clock, like 2 o'clock in the morning? Technically 3.30, because the clocks it rolled back that night. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or whatever. But that wasn't a show. That was a party, so it wasn't for the show. Penny Road's probably. For the show. Penny Road, that went out by Rockford. I'd say Rockford. Rockford, whatever yeah, yeah, take 20. Yeah, take 20. And then a week later, I think, that town got hit by a tornado, right? Yeah. yeah, take 20 and shut its doors. We mostly get shows around, like, west suburbs or, like, like the city. You know, that's most of where, like, most of the good, the better shows are at, you know? Okay. You know, when it comes to, like, having metal shows, you know? <laughs> I got you. So when you guys are having these shows, do you ever have mosh pits break out and people start throwing shit? Here and there, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what we hope for. Yeah, that's what, that's what we want to see, even though... We, we uh, play way better when we see that oh, shit. Dude, when people us. are, like, killing each other, we love it. We play so much better. <laughs> the smaller bars and stuff that we play in the... Uh, I don't even really know if there's bouncers there, but at least the bar staff, they 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 watch it closely and make sure nothing ever gets, you know, out of hand like you see at some concerts or big, you know... Depending how like, drunk Cody gets, he might jump down there and start one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You ever, uh, you ever go stage diving? Go to you stage dive? Oh. Maybe falling off a stage. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it kind of like that scene in, um, in School of Rock where Jack Black's freaking out, going for like, you know, to dive into the crowd, everyone gets out of the way? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, with the other band up north, I've jumped out and like just kind of joined the mosh band. It was definitely no fucking crowd surfing or anything. I wasn't even, I just kind of jumped down. Plant the feet and then just start mowing people over. <laughs> well, that's definitely one way to do it. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, definitely no uh, no crowd surfing for this guy. I'd feel bad for them, like gotta hold me up and everything. <laughs> so uh, oh yeah, I forgot his name. Um, were you guys um a big fan of um? Motorhead? Oh, yeah. Not entirely huge, but I enjoyed, you know, a good amount of their music. Yeah. That was the, uh, that's, I'm trying to think, that's the band, uh, where Lemmy, right? Lemmy. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Passed away from cancer. He's like, but like with him, he's like one of like the forefathers of it all, man. Like he was like before Ozzy, he was before Metallica, he was before Slayer, he was before Megadeth, Judas Priest, before Anthrax. He was like before all that stuff, and they all kind of looked. He was like one of the forefathers of it all, you know. And was one, who wins in a fist fight? It was Let just kind of guy. a yeah. It, was, it sucked, man. Yeah, yeah, it's like uh, we're talking um, we're talking about on last week's show uh, about it when we're kind of reminiscing about 2015, and um, I was telling you know, Town and Joe and here like, I mean, I I never been a uh, a big um, you know, Motorhead fan. 
But right. I do know them uh, pretty much just based on uh, Triple H's entrance songs from uh, wrestling. Yeah, how to play the game or whatever, play the game. Oh, man, he there, there was like at least hey. four or five songs that he did for him. Yeah. Yeah, he did that. That was uh, for Triple H. Triple H. And <laughs> that was his entrance song. Uh, King of Kings, there was a game. Uh, he did Evolution. I think there was another one. I think he did four of them. But, I mean, like, his, I mean, I mean, I, I love the songs. I mean, I think that it was that that got me into Motorhead. Yeah. And not probably not like as big as like you know most people, but I mean it's it was good music. Yeah, a lot of people are much more partial to his older stuff. You know, like just the, the old school fans of it all. You know, like he really changed up his tone a little bit. He did a bunch of other projects too. You know, like he he just kept playing and kept partying, man. Life. <laughs> So what would you guys say that your favorite play has been? Like favorite show? Yeah, favorite show, that's it. <laughs> Hamlet. No. Probably <laughs> Wicked. <laughs> oh, what did you say, buddy? Oh. Cats. I'm going to go Cats next weekend, you know. <laughs> it's South Park when they get the blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> right. My wife loves them. Blowjobs off. Uh, dude, there's a bunch of good ones. Uh... Usually when we went up to the city, those are usually pretty good. I don't know. Reggie's, there's a place up on, like, 22nd and State called like Reggie's that. Rock Club. And I there's, like, like a, a two-part battle bands thing there. And, like, that, those are pretty packed, man. And, like, it was cool to come out. We ended up winning that one, too. Those are pretty cool for us. A thousand bucks. Like, the other, Watsika Theater had a battle bands thing that we ended up winning. And that was cool, you know, like. And that was a pretty decent sized show, and we just win, win. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> so you definitely got, have some wins under your belt, right? Yeah, kind of got like, and they were pretty close to each other. We're all like walk around like with yeah, big guys. heads, and you know, we're like, hey man, <laughs> look out, we won two battle of the bands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. And the Asgard, there's like a this thing going on. This guy does, and he puts up two pictures of two different bands, and he gets whichever one gets most likes. It goes through a tournament thing, and then. The two like remaining bands at the end play a show together. It's like the whole Midwest, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah there's bands from all over. Wisconsin, yeah. Indiana. There's Jim Slider. He's, he's got his own. He's got he does his pod show too. Asgard Radio, yeah. Yeah, Asgard Radio, yeah. Yeah, we actually get thrown up tomorrow against another band for the second to last round of the tournament. Yeah. We're gonna have to go play a final again. <laughs> really? <laughs> and when another trophy, <laughs> big guitar pick. But yeah, I don't know. There, there was there all the good ones are all kind of, I don't know. Like I thought when we played out in Rockford, that was cool. You know. Yeah, sometimes like the worst shows, like when you're rolling up into a joint, turn out to be the funnest shows <laughs> yeah. to play. Like later in the night. Yeah. It's hard to tell. Everyone's there to have a good time. You know, it's mostly like, especially when it's like not many people show up. You know, everyone's at least in a band or like friends with the band and came with them. You know, bands, it's like pretty much bands. everyone just starts partying and yeah. Some get kind of wild, some just stay kind of tame, but they're all pretty cool. Well, that's good. <laughs> um. You guys ever end up going to a show where you realize you're playing for the wrong crowd? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, <laughs> we played throwbacks, actually. <laughs> There's some people in the audience that didn't really uh, like it, especially oh, one guy so right on. Yeah, well, I've never seen him before. We the all guy got in Cody's face. Yeah. He's like, we started playing, he gets up, he's like, this is shit. He was all drunk and like, his, head, his old guy, he's pointing his finger at me. In this my is face the worst like, music I've ever heard in my life. Complete fucking garbage. They escorted him out of there pretty quickly, but yeah, that was probably one of the, I mean, most of, we had a lot of friends there and everything that, you know, had a good time, but it's like, that was the one time I think where someone actually got like, just absolutely disgusted with us. <laughs> and it was hilarious. <laughs> But yeah, for the most part, we go into metal shows, everyone expecting to hear metal, and we do what we do, and, you know, we might not be everyone's exact cup of tea on metal, like, you know, I was saying earlier, it's all different kinds, but for the most part, people dig us, and yeah, lot, we just... A lot of people tend to enjoy our straightforwardness and no bullshit, you know, yeah. we're not up on stage to tell you our life story and tell you what we were thinking or, you know, what type of shit we were taking when thinking of writing a song. What are you talking about? I do nothing. We just, we, we get up there, <laughs> fucking set, play our shit. No bullshit. Get off, and then we go back drinking some more. 
Hey, that's the way to do it, right? Right, you're there to play. It's not a moth thing. <laughs> well, you know, if, I mean, if you're if you're playing on shows for four years and everything, obviously you're doing something right. Uh, by that point, you better be, I mean, at least, you know, like, I figure if I, for as long, as long as I could, even if you're not making it big, I'm always going to find some band to be with, you know. Mm-hmm. I can make it happen with work schedule and, you know, maybe somewhere family, you know, like this guy. <laughs> it's fun. But, yeah, you know, it's uh, – and for most of those guys that have been doing it for that long, like, they, then you're making money, hopefully. If you're not, then you're just doing it for the love of it, you know, which is pretty much what we do. And we do it when we can, and that's it, man. So you'd rather, I mean, obviously it would be amazing to get paid, but you'd rather always just play instead of just get paid for it? No, not, no, I would rather, I would rather to get paid for sure. But like I was saying, like, you know, you're not in a band or something or, it's, you know, a functioning band that's getting a decent name for themselves, you know, and just get a group of people Wait together. Wait a second, that's an important question. <laughs> we we would like to get paid. You answer this. Yeah, yeah. But if it doesn't happen, I'll always still find. We're a band not a big jam. band, and yeah. most most metal bands at our, I guess, level of playing, and you know where we're at with it's our band, funny. it's it's almost disgusting to even disclose like the average many, amount of pay we get from a show. Like I'm not even gonna discuss it. We'll just we say at a bar you can maybe <coughs> each buy a beer out of the four. Oh, okay. <laughs> if we get paid. Now you guys said you're going back to throwbacks here shortly. Um, do you expect the same kind of results as you were just saying? That's going to be kind of mostly like we're going to get because, you know, we're all from Piatone. We all went to Piatone High School. I think all of our friends that don't enjoy metal will show up yeah. because they're our friends. Because it's the closest to They don't got to yeah. drive far, you know, because a lot of our friends don't listen to this stuff, you know. And a lot that, of our closest That means they're definitely and, not making the hike even to a Chicago show. Yeah, we're like, hey, you want to come up to us play again over in fucking Rockford? Not from but yeah, yeah, like they're trying to do for a few of our friends definitely dig it and they try to yeah. make as many as they can. But the majority of them are just friend support. That and I think what will help a little bit too is the last time we played there was also with buddies of ours. Um, their band, I don't even know if they're still together anymore, Barefoot Jokers, but they were other guys. I mean, primarily kind of out of the Piatone area. And they were more or less like a funky jam, you know, kind of fun band. A little bit, I would say they're that lighter. Than entropy, so hopefully entropy will kind of, for the most part, draw in a couple more of our our style of bands. All right, so so is entropy opening up for you guys? Or are you guys opening up for entropy? Oh uh, well, since entropy is another band that can, we'll I mean, they've up. got some of their own material, but entropy, they are one of the style of bands that kind of started off as a cover band, so they've got. They'll I mean, as many times I've seen them, yeah, like an endless supply of kick-ass covers. So, um, I believe we're doing. An hour slot set, and they're finishing off the night. Probably with like an hour and a half, half or two hour, two yeah. and a half or three hour set. Yeah. And now, what what time is that show on the twenty seventh? Um, <laughs> the little insider. We set the the start date on the flyer to hopefully get people in there because people always always show up late no matter what time they're told to be there. Um, the flyer and the event page says start time is at eight. We'll probably go on at nine and then. You know, we'll do our hour slot or whatever, and then the other guy, Entropy, will get on stage. Okay. Oh, yeah. This one's got a little bit more promoting done to it as well than the last throwback stop. I ended up just getting done stacking the bar with flyers everywhere. Oh, I mean, and that's the best way to do it, is, you know, in order to get out there sometimes, is, you know, you got to throw out those flyers and everything. I remember um, a few years back when I was uh, doing pro wrestling up north. Uh, <laughs> That's right, pro wrestling. That's a real thing. <laughs> um, a lot, a lot of the work we had to do. I mean, obviously, you know, it's it's practice, it's paying your dues, and one of the things is handing out flyers. And we had to go up. It was like the first two Saturdays before the show. We had to go from gas stations, supermarkets, so like that, and just hand out flyers. Yeah, that's it's a huge thing. Especially just people know us, and a lot of people from that. Hang- so I mean, just seeing the flyer there, we got our picture on it. Like, it's I think that's going to help out at least a little bit. Besides just telling everybody to get up there. Yeah, and you don't actually even see the physical handing out of flyers too much anymore with the no, uh, Facebook with Facebook and all the other social media shit. I mean, 
the physical flyers help way more than people realize. And bands, you know, not too many bands actually get around to it as much as they should, unless, you know, some bands that are on a little higher level than us or some, you know, even lower than us, as long as they, like, they try and set up, you know, what they call a street team or something. They get a bunch of friends who support them enough to actually take time out of their own day and get a stack of flyers and drive around and hand them out at different Mostly you know, works in the, in the city, though. Mostly works in the city. You <laughs> yeah, don't you're really not going to be doing that shit out here, <laughs> driving 25 miles a stop to set one flyer down. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think handing out flyers is a lost art, but I think what it comes down to is either people don't want to spend the money because they can use social media, or you get those bands that are just too lazy to do it themselves. And they don't really get anything in return because of it. Yeah, or you, or you have a wife that's a teacher and she uses the school's uh, printer to print out nice big flyers for free. Oh, nice. That's the best way to do it. No, I think I think flyers actually help out. In my opinion, flyers help more than social media, because not everybody uses you know no not everybody's on Facebook as much as you you know who's on it. Not everyone's on it. Yeah, you know you get those old guys you know who don't understand how to use computer, but they love you know you know Metallica, Megadeth, and all. They love those bands and they want to hear that. They they're tired of hearing the you know the classic rock. Um, and all that they want to hear something that you guys do, and they're gonna see that in a gas station or a grocery store. They're not gonna see it on Facebook, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, you guys keep. I know at least one of you guys is saying that you're married. Uh, is it only one of you, or is two? How many? Two of you are married. Okay, they're married, married to each other. Yeah, they're married <laughs> to. Each- Gotcha. Now, is that hard? Does your does your wives enjoy the music too, or or husbands? We don't want to assume yeah. that. Yeah. Right. Uh, my wife's semi into metal. She doesn't like the crazy, you know, hardcore shit. She's not. She's not too into Cody's other project. It's a little too nutso for her. But I mean, she digs a good amount of metal. She loves going to the shows. But I mean, and they, they allow us to do the band. <laughs> Gore is outside right now, but yeah. His wife digs it. We're actually getting ready to fucking do a little jam in here right now, man. Awesome. But yeah. <laughs> well, um uh I don't want I don't want to keep you guys away from um your practice and everything. Well no, dude, it's all good. I mean I was just saying Gore's outside, he's grabbing his tar, we're getting ready to warm up right now and Well good, because I wanna to talk to you guys some more. <laughs> For sure, you guys, but yeah, dude, you guys should make sure to come out to throwbacks and everything, and it'd be a fun time. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely going to. I mean, I, I live right down the road. Well, not right down the road, but I live with, I still live in Piaton, so I mean, to go there ain't nothing for me. You live nearby. Right. Yeah. I live nearby, but it's like, I have to go down, I live closer to the high school than I do throwbacks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but. I'll probably be up a uh, post on the page this weekend or something about, uh. <laughs> Whenever this episode gets played, just have people keep For their sure, eyes and yeah. ears open and. Uh, oh, absolutely! And I'm gonna I'm gonna work with Joey here and everything. Oh yeah, definitely. That uh, yeah. we're gonna promote we're gonna promote the uh, upcoming shows on our Facebook page, our Twitter page, and our website as well. So people are gonna know about your show. So. Oh yeah, man. And we'll let them know about you guys. Thank you guys for bringing us on here, man. It's fucking awesome. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, for the show notes, uh, February twenty yeah. seventh, eight p.m. Yep. Is that what you're telling people? Yeah. Yes. Throwbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Eight, eight thirty, so hang out, drink, party. People will actually us. show up an hour later will still catch us because that's what ended up happening to a lot of our friends our first visit there. Is yeah. They literally rolled up to the bar as we were loading our gear out. Oh, I get it. I've got yeah. friends like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, yep, I got a buddy on another podcast who I always tell like like two hours in advance. Yep. Yeah. Be here at five when he actually doesn't have to be there till seven. Yep. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so good. I mean, unless you're someone like me who knows what they're doing, we're like, hey, be here at five, and I get to run six thirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll get there early to the early time, and then like sit in my car and wait. <laughs> Can I go in yet? Will it be awkward if I'm in there? I know there's an hour till they actually start. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I know. I know you mentioned it, but besides, um, besides the February twenty seventh show, uh, what other shows do you have coming up that uh, you'd like to uh, plug or let people know about? At, uh, February twenty seventh at Throwbacks. Well, January. yeah, January sixteenth coming up here next weekend up in Barrington at Penny Road Pub. Uh, February twenty seventh at Throwbacks, and then March fifth at the spot down on Broadway in Kankakee. Throw it out for like forty five in Broadway, make a left, and then. Right there, <laughs> awesome, awesome. Now, um, if um, if we got a viewer that's you know excited to hear the kind of music you have, can they find your music online? Oh yeah, you can. Um, with the release of the album, you can actually find us or stream us on any of the major sites. I mean, we're on, I believe Rhapsody. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Play. You can get us on Amazon. All that iTunes. shit. No I mean, basically all the the major inlets we are available on, but we also do have. We're however many months behind. I need to actually find a computer, as I told you. That's why this interview was a little difficult to get set up. But uh, once I can sit my ass down at a computer, or at least remember to, I actually have to post up the rest of the album onto the rest of our our actual pages, like Reverb Nation, Bandcamp, SoundCloud. Because as of right now, I believe there's only songs up on each of those. Okay. Well, I mean, they could go on any of those sites and just search up an Epic, and it'll pop up. Epic on Spell. YouTube or Google, um, preferably YouTube, and you get can, a quick. You could find, I mean, live videos of you know from fans or random people. I mean, so you can find plenty of live videos. You can find iTunes actually throws in a track that they put into YouTube that just shows a picture of the album and it plays the track. But uh, you, when you're searching our name, it's spelled E P H I N E P I C, and that's all one word. Perfect. No spaces. No spaces. No spaces. Even it's though a we, pseudo word. Yeah, even though we always get spaced out for flyers or whatever, but it's it's funny. I mean, you should hear the people try and pronounce our name at shows. Other bands will be like, are you guys excited to see Epin Heepik? Fuck. Well, guys, it was, it was a blast talking to you. Thank you for taking the time out with us. Good times till now. Time, now some more, more beer and time to rock out. And I guess, well, I'll be getting sweaty. These other guys laugh at me because I'll be shirtless in probably about 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I look, look forward to seeing you guys um, next month at Throwbacks. What's that? Yeah, definitely. I look forward to seeing you guys next month at Throwbacks, man. I'm oh, yeah. the show. Bring a crowd. I know you guys will promote it. We'll get uh, people to see your pages as well. Yep. And uh, we'll fucking hopefully tear down that joint. Excellent. Sounds like a plan, man. Thank you guys so much, man. No problem. You guys take care. Talk to you later. I have no idea. Are they offline now? Yeah, they're off. <laughs> okay. <coughs> I never know if they are or not. I don't know what they're. I never know what they're doing. I don't know what to do with my hands. I'll just wave them around in the air. I'm, it's really funny that you said that because I'm literally waving my hands around in the air right now. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. They're a, they're a good group of guys. Yeah, I really enjoyed listening to them. Yes, definitely. We'll have to have them on again when I know more about metal. <laughs> well, you, you better start listening. Yep. Come down February 27th. We'll go watch them together. Yeah, I'm going to definitely try to make it, I think. No, you will make it. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, you missed Entropy, and you missed the New Year's. Oh, I missed Entropy? When was Entropy? Uh, last month. Um, Remember I told you I ran over the bike on my way to see him? Oh, okay. I didn't know that I was supposed to come to that. What? <laughs> Hell yeah, you're supposed to come to that. You're supposed to come to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> but plus, on February 27th, when you... CF and Epic, you'll also be able to see Entropy. So. I know. That's actually the most exciting part for me. Yeah, so there we go. So now we get to see both bands, and we get to have a night out drinking together. I'll put some faces to these names and sounds. Yeah. And if you want, you can stay the night. Yep. Yeah. I got the spare room still. <laughs> True. Um, yeah, oh, I mean, luckily uh, I did talk to uh, Travis, uh, their drummer. Uh, Travis, not me personally. I didn't have a self conversation. Um, he was able to send me over a couple of their songs, uh, so we get to pick one out, and we're actually going to play it at the end of the show here. So, uh, 
Make oh, sure. instead of our normal. No, no. Um, we're still gonna do our ending. Uh, we're still gonna plug our stuff. We gotta talk a little bit about uh, about um, I guess Geekcast Joe's second home. Um, and then we're gonna do our exit, our closing uh, theme song. You know that was created by Entropy. Following that, uh, I do recommend everyone to stay tuned past that. Then we're gonna play a uh, original song by F and Epic. Oh, sweet! That sounds F and Epic. <laughs> so uh, to uh, kind of keep going with the norm here, um, Joey. Every Wednesday, people can find you here at this freaking show. But where can they find you on Saturday? Saturday mornings, you can find me over at the Geekcast Live podcast at GCL Ninja. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter by searching Geekcast Live. And, uh, of course, you can find us on Facebook at This Freaking Show. You can search for us on uh, Twitter and follow us at This Freaking Show. Go to Instagram. Find uh, wonderful pictures and other things about us um, and about our lives. Uh, obviously, go to uh, thisfreakingshow.com. View our podcast, uh, which you can find there every week. And as always, I am Travesty. I'm Awkward Kyle. And I'm Geekcast Joe. Thank you for listening to this freaking show. I'm out.
Shackles, they brought me to the ground. This place a lost time. 